At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Horror Pickup Podcast. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to part six of Can You Anybody Help Me? I'm on a bus that refuses to stop and I don't know where I am. Um, last time we left off, Ryan was telling us about how there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot more to go through. Can't wait to see what uh, Darkly Gathers has in store for us. So let's just get right to it. The bulb burns a sudden orange. The terrible buzz reverberates down the length of the bus and the distorted speakers crackle back into broken life. Here it comes. Ryan mutters quickly in a quiet voice. The machine lies. It all lies. If it gets too close, use the magnets. Don't let it get in your head. It'll focus on one of you more than the other. That's what it does every time. I exchange a fearful look with Leah. And behind her, out there in the desert, a sudden and colossal shadow travels fast across the scorched black sands. My eyes widen and Leah notices... She turns to follow my gaze, and the three of us watch the shadow grow larger and larger as it starts to circle the speeding bus. Another rusted sign whizzes by, peeled and scratched and faded like all the rest, tinged in the unyielding orange of the horizon, and like its predecessor, the phrase Kegariki Kuni has been scrawled across in black. The corpse of a child-sized machine lies crumpled at its base, and the shadow draws closer. Rai steps forward and gestures us behind him. His head turns rapidly from left to right as he follows the journey of the shadow, as if he's trying to judge something. Then, to the back, he says, Quick, get to the back! We do so, stumbling down the aisle. And seconds later, the shadow completely covers the interior of the bus, 
All is plunged into temporary darkness, and then, with the thunderous crash, the shadow's owner lands precariously on the roof. The vehicle rocks violently, fearing left to right across the road, smashing through the potholes and cracks and blowing up bursts of sand as it rides into the edges of the waste. For a few long and chaotic seconds, the vehicle even rides up onto only two wheels, shaking dangerously as the driver tries to regain its balance. Leah screams, merge with mine, as it crashes back down and we land back into the seats. But Rai keeps his footing throughout the entire ordeal. His coat wavers about his ankles and dispels thick clouds of dust as he shifts his weight from foot to foot. An enormous, dark, and oil-dripping metal hand smashes right through one of the bus's remaining windows. Another grabs from the opposite side, and then another a little further down. Rai shields his face, and with a screech of tearing metal, the front half of the bus roof is just ripped entirely from the sides. Leah and I cover our heads as glass rains down, and I watch through my fingers as Rai ducks to avoid a long, thin shard of still-connected metal go whizzing around just above his head. The front half of the roof is cracked from its body, and the orange light of the sky comes spilling into the bus as the ceiling is unceremoniously tossed out and away into the wastes. I don't fail to notice that it joins a great pile of torn and twisted metal. I raise my head above the seat, squinting through the dust. There stands Rye, faced away from me, but a picture of defiance, shoulders squared and dusty hair rippling in the newly strengthened winds of the desert. The light catches on the shoulders of his coat and sparkles on the tips of the magnet blade in his gloved and hidden hand. Beyond him and high above, perched on the remains of the bus's front half, is an imposing and terrible winged beast, a machine from the depths of a nightmare. It resembles the iron skeleton of some bitter and brutalist giant. Two massive metal wings extend from each shoulder blade for a total of four and two of these wings begin to fold into its back. The other two remain open for balance and block out a great deal of the light as they do so. One of its eyes is dead black, cracked and broken, sparking dangerously in the shadows of its face, but the other is bright and piercing, a perfect ring of brilliant glowing white. With a series of whirs and a myriad of deep and grinding clicks, its jaw cracks open and distends, splitting and falling back to reveal yet another, more mobile jaw beneath. With a sharp draw on a series of rusted chains, this jaw is pulled tight into a long and alien grin. Two of the being's arms remained fixed to the edges of the bus for balance, but the third, the one protruding from the front of its torso, releases its grip on the shattered window frame and reaches curiously down to Rye. The motion reveals an ancient word, one painted on the panel of its torso, positioned above a serial number and a string of Japanese text, Metatro. It reads, The eighth letter is illegible. Scrubbed and scratched and faded, I cannot work it out. As the machine reaches down to my brother, he holds up his magnet in a tight fist. Perhaps unconsciously, the machine's hand moves to follow it. Then, as its iron fingers graze the edges, Rai thrusts it suddenly and sharply upwards with a cry like a captain on the deck of the ship, hurling the final harpoon at the mighty whale. It strikes deep into the mechanisms of the monster's hands, and with a flurry of sparks and angry whirs, it draws back in the manner of one stung by a dangerous insect. Metatro's eyes flash bright, and that metal jaw within a jaw stretches wider still. Ryan, how good is it to see you again? 
I had feared you had met a lonely and grisly end, stretched out as carrion upon the face of the desert. Ry does not respond. How the hell's he going to keep his ground? I could not say. My own heart is hammering desperately in my chest to the extent that I think perhaps the machine can hear it. Maybe it can't. I can't help but notice that Christy is no longer with you. Abandon her, did you? A pity. I had thought higher of you. Christy? Who's Christy? The machine's voice is the sound of a mighty but falling engine. A burning turbine, perhaps. Roaring and ever thundering as it desperately clings to life. It seems to whip up the very sands all around us and draw them into the bus like a vacuum in the midst of space. I abandon no one, Rai responds, his words strained, and the machine draws closer with a grinding of gears and juttering of pistons. Oil drips into the aisle and the air seems to grow much thicker and warmer. Would you like to know what happened to her, traveler? Would you like to know the truth? I'll get no truth from the likes of you, machine. Rai replies, shouting loud above the noise of the twin engines and the rush of the wind. You still cling to this false belief. You know precious little. You lead these lambs to their fall as the snake led their first woman and she the first man. The machine lifts its gaze and a great gear cranks around in its chest. My throat goes bone dry as it passes its lifeless eye across me over to Leah. Steam pours from the vents in its neck. You wear a curious mask, Leah. Or is your expression genuine, perhaps? I could not say which would be more pitiful. The machine leans closer still and again. It reaches out its third arm. Rye plays no tricks this time and shoves the magnet up and into the hand with a flurry of sparks. The machine recoils and its fingers twitch independently of each other, sparking until he draws them into a fist. Try that again and I shall fizzle out your weapon like the wavering flame of a match. No you won't, you liar, Rai calls back. Keep your distance and I'll keep mine. Matetro's eyes intensifies its brightness and a rumble rises from the back of the monster's metal throat. Christy died calling for you, Traveler. She pleaded until the end that you would return for her. Alas, you were too busy erecting her shrine in sands. Liar, Ryan screams, struggling with sudden emotion. I can hear it thick and rich in his voice. What were you, machine? Before the world was poisoned. What possible purpose could you have served in a place like this? Maybe you were just a mistake, a sad and terrible failure of the operators. You were angry than you were last time I saw you. Something has changed. The machine's head lifts up, a motion quicker than its size should allow, and I gasp with an involuntary inhalation of metal-warmed air. He looks right at me. His stare carries an almost physical intensity. Could this be her? The girl. Yes? I try not to react, but the machine must see something in my face or my body. A monstrous mechanical gurgling that might have once been a laugh reverberates between the four walls of the dutiful bus. It is you. A real pleasure. Do you trust this man, Yaz? This man who claims to be your brother? I copy what Rai did. I shout at the machine as my hair is whipped about my face and I rise to my feet. You are a liar. You have nothing to say to me. Matetro draws a little closer. Its grip tightens the walls of the bus. Oh, but I do. This man, who plays as your savior, see how he relishes the role of the hero. If only you saw his failings. 
the crimes he has committed in the pursuit of his secretive and twisted goals. I cast a desperate glance to Rai, but he does not look back. He remains determinedly in place, eyes locked on the face of the machine, hand ever ready with the magnet. What brother would send a sibling to such a place as this? This Yomi, this poisoned world, Kegarigikuni. His eyes shifts and flashes between the three of us, then returns decisively to me. You are surrounded by liars and cheats, deception and danger. A stranger who acts as your brother, and another who plays as a friend? You will find no friends here, girl. You want to rid of this game? These players who withhold from the rules? Then throw yourself from the bus. You will survive the landing and free yourself from the tests. Lies. All lies, I shout back. I know a friend when I find one. And I'd recognize my brother if he were 80 or 90 or 100 years old. So keep your lies, desert trash. The machine rocks and shivers violently with that same twisted laughter as before, but turned all the more malevolent. Oil leaks from its jaws within jaws and splashes down on the floor. Rai takes a measured step backwards as it splatters up out his boot. Your blind faith will be your end. You are destined to share the fate of the operators, it would seem. Like so many before you, death and sorrow will await you if you remain on this vessel. His eyes scans the ruins buzz. I see there are only three of you, and all quite clearly awake. A pity. Failing the first test will have serious repercussions for your journey. You would be wise to exit this wheeled prison of shadows before it's too late. Just leave, I shout. Leo rises to stand beside me, and she squeezes my hand. Potato turns his attention to Leo. I see what you intend to do, Leah. The traitor in the ranks. How do you feel about your new comrade's performance in the first true test? An interesting result, for sure. One that gives plenty to think about. You know well how much better this girl's interests would be served were she to exit the bus, and yet you pretend to be her friend. Leah says nothing. I don't know how. The words of this monster force their way into the cracks of your mind. They fill them like oil and demand a response. A response of any kind at all, but a response nonetheless. But our palaver with the machine is coming to an end. I can sense it. Sweat leaks down the, my back and my eyes dart quickly to the door. I have to admit, the notion of jumping out does pass fleetingly through my thoughts. The sand would be soft. Soft enough at least. And amidst the swirling heat between these walls, the desert, for a moment, does not seem quite so hostile. The machine catches this. You would do well to follow your instincts, Yaz, but the choice is yours. Think on what I have said, and ask yourself who the true liars are. Your answer makes no difference to me. Eden has long since fallen. And without another word, the great machine disconnects from the edges of the bus. His folded metal wings unfurl with a tremendous burst of steam, and he rears back and away. I turn suddenly skyward. The orange, ever-evening light glints off what little shine he has left to boast. And with a motion that sends a great dust of fiery air roaring down the bus, he leaps up and into the air. 
The vehicle shakes and shudders from side to side, and Matetro soars grimly away, carrying his shadow across the sun-scorched sands as he fades gradually, slowly, and quietly into the distance. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and listening to this. If you guys did enjoy the podcast, make sure that you are following or are subscribed to the podcast. I'm going to be posting as much as possible. I'm having a lot of fun with this story. Um, Really need to get back into doing this again. Things have been kind of hectic in life. So things are finally starting to calm down. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be doing a lot more of these and more often... I know the last couple months have been very slow, but things are looking up in life. So, yeah, can't wait to get back to it. Thank you guys so much. Um, if you guys do enjoy everything, you can also go to the Facebook page. Go follow it there. Um, well, I'll be posting some stuff in there. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can also go and post it there. And then, again, just want to thank Darkly Gathers from Reddit on the No Sleep um, page for letting me use his story. Go look him up, go give him a follow, go upvote his stories, and I'll see you guys next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.